Go on, shall we talk? Yes. Go on, hello. Hello. It's the All Out Radio Show, and that was... It is. That was, of course, uh, Diana Ross. Yes. I'm coming out, which can only mean one thing, which she does when we can be bothered to turn up on a Saturday morning. It's the All Out Radio Show. Yes, LGBT show. It for, is. Uh, Manchester and beyond, if you're listening online. It is, you can listen anywhere. the world. We're not bothered. Yeah. Anyone, anyone can listen to this. Thanks so, yes. for your company. Indeed. Right. Anyway, and Thanks got, for coming in. I'll see you later. Bye. There you go. And you've got Murray. And, uh, and you. Who are and you me, again? And yeah, I'm Claire. Yeah, I know, Claire. you haven't seen me for a while. Yeah. Have you? Like Christmas 2004. I've been poorly, it? you know. Have you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's no, always about you, isn't it? I know. I know. Let's not talk about it. It's Excellent. good. So, so you've been away. I have, yes. We went to France, of course, just yes. for a change. Yes. Very good. I've had a birthday. Yes, how was that? <laughs> mm. You did get a little gift. I did. From what? Gingerbread cat was lovely. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right. I was concerned by its use-by date. It was about four years. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that's all natural ingredients. <laughs> yeah, I was just hoping that all the ingredients were okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's the panic, isn't it? We've just been sitting here talking about cholesterol levels, haven't we? You, go, you need an apple, right? No, I'm allergic to those. I know. You're yeah. allergic to quite a bit, really, aren't you? Everything. Life, yeah. love. If only oh, I could just stay in bed all day. Oh, whoa. I know, woe is me. Yes. <laughs> and, yes, and, it's, and it was Murph. And, I got, and I'm wearing my new birthday nice. headphones. Yes, he's got some They're lovely headphones. They're very bizarre. Headphones. I know, they've got a kind of little lip the on two. the top. That's, yeah, it's, it's like Look. a bouffant. It is bizarre, on headphones. <laughs> They're <laughs> kind of bouncing on my ears. Yeah, very nice. Yes. But I can hear what I sound like, which is yeah. not, not great. I bet they were expensive. Oh, yeah. Amazon. Mm. Or other other online shopping channels are available. Okay, very yes. good. So you had a good birthday. And Christmas is coming. Yes, yeah. I did. Uh, it was lovely. Um, yes, I got some lovely presents. I got a present live on air, which you'd have known if you'd have bothered to turn up. <laughs> and, uh, and it was great. So it was all really, really good. Please. Yes, I know. Excellent. <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, I've been up to... Um, I've been doing some... Uh, managed to do some gigs. I'm kind of getting back into the land Cute. of the living. Which Excellent. I'm, uh, I'm really So enjoying. are you... Because we've had regular updates on, on um, you and yes. your... On your Treatments and yes. illnesses and things. Yes. Are we it's are we finished? Um, radiotherapy just gone. That's finished. That's completed. A Excellent. few more bits and bobs still happening, but uh, I, I reckon I'm okay. Is that checkupy I'm type thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Brilliant. And then, so and then they'll just see whether or not what's happening. You do look yeah. well. Oh, I know. Loads of people say you that. You do look really well. I know. Yeah, I know. And I'm going. Excuse me. I've been poorly. You know. I know. <laughs> we, we'd never have known. <laughs> We've not mentioned it once. Uh, so that was brilliant. So, so do you think yes. we might have a, a clean run now? Life's going to get much better for you, and everything's going to be good. Well, I'm, you know, that's my intention. I'm clean living. I actually went out last You're night. You're not. No, I'm not quite. I was say, no, no, I have been. The but I went out industry last night. just, just <laughs> went <laughs> and held his breath. <laughs> But um, I went out last night and I had a couple of glasses, well, one or two more, and um, yeah, and I think oh, I'm not used to this. Oh, I don't nice. need very much, just a you know sniff. Oh, wow, a sniff of alcohol. I'll be taking you out for a date. Then. I, I tell you, I'm a very cheap one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, we were in the um, in the Bluebell, of course, mm. or the Cloche Local. Bleu, as we like to call yeah, it now. Local hostel. That we're French. Yeah. Yes. So I had a few there last night. It was okay. very busy. Very good. It is. It's lovely. I like going. With what's in the box? Oh, is a little little. And our group won game. what's in the box? Yeah, you, you, you buy win? raffle tickets. Yeah. I think uh, everybody wins what's in the box. Don't they? I very day. No, it's <laughs> only four prizes are drawn. Oh, yeah, so uh, I'll have alarm clocks before. And mostly right. we have one clocks before now. Oh, I won. So uh, I won some bathroom, thing. you know, stuff. Oh well, last night was an expandable twenty-five foot hose. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Which, which is one of those things that <laughs> somebody very cleverly packed it in the box, and once it came out of the box, it was all 25 foot and it wasn't really going back in the box. Great. And how did you get that home? It wasn't me that won, so fortunately we, uh, <laughs> it was fine. But they could have plugged it into the pub and then taken it home. Very good. So it was very, very good. Yes. Nice one. Excellent stuff. Have we got guests yeah, on we this have. week's show? Yes, who have we got? Oh, well, first of all, in the first hour, we've got uh, Susan Benbow, who's going to talk to us. Um, she's come from Older Mind Matters, and they're doing a project. Uh, with uh, Cheshire Age UK uh, on older trans people. Great. So I'm sure she'll be able to explain that a lot better. In health. Than me, yes. Um, so we'll go through all that. And then in the second hour, what have we got yes, in the second well, hour? Yes, the LGBT Foundation got in touch a while back uh, to say, could they um, have a, a takeover of our show? Rather than uh, a takeaway. Yes. Um, so some of the women who use the services um, at uh, the LGBT Foundation are going to take over... Um, half an hour of this show after midday. Okay. And we're just going to let them have a go. It's a women-only space, so I've got to it go and is. sit outside. Yes, you do. I've got a bit of shopping I can do. <laughs> Don't you leave the building. Probably, I know. You'll be like, good morning. <laughs> I'm not allowed in. Can't come in. Excellent stuff. Yeah, so a lot on. And, and birthdays. birthdays. Do we know any? Okay, yesterday it was Rosie's birthday. She lives uh, on the world, uh, so uh, she may not be listening to like, this. You, have you got... 
like a two pots at home. You know when they do the FA Cup draw? Yeah. One's full of names and one's full of locations. There you are. And you just pick them out and go, yeah. today... They, they'll fit together. It's going yeah. to be Joyce of Longsight. <laughs> but Eileen of Levenshoe. It's her birthday today, <laughs> I believe. Um, and she's just been she's been on a trip round the round the world. And she's come back she? and she's having a welcome home. I've been around the world and I, I, I. At the Klondike later. Oh, wow. Well. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because I think it's invite only. But Ooh. who knows? Loads of people go and wish her well. Excellent stuff. So really good. Anyone else? I thought you said you had loads. Uh, well, I'm putting the two, pressure two, on you now. Two is a lot for me. Actually. Oh, it's not. Oh, oh no, uh, my, uh, my niece, my great niece, um, Belle. It's her great birthday name. on the 8th. Oh, wow. Well, She'll I've, be three. I've just found three. I love Facebook. There you are. It tells you upcoming birthdays. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is uh, Neil's sister, Anne. Okay, happy birthday, um, Anne. From Dublin. Uh, and then uh, in the next week, we've got Josie, who does listen to the show. Oh, lovely. Happy birthday, it's her Josie. Birthday. I won't read out her uh, 54, oh, her age. <laughs> uh, it's Vicky, and then t- my friend Tim, and then Andrew, oh, and then Rosie. It's Sorry, but it lists it all here. <laughs> yeah, loads coming up. So it's quite a popular time of year. Yeah, is Excellent it? Excellent stuff. Happy so birthday, we sh- all. Shall we play, just for a change, one. this one? Conchita rise like a phoenix for everybody who's got a birthday coming up over the next two weeks or had them over the last month. Last fact, month. when we were last uh, when we were last on air. Yeah. Oh yeah, my friend Anthony he had one as well. No, very good. There you go. Could, honestly, the whole show could just be that, couldn't it? Naming people whose birthdays. Did we name it Happy Birthday? Yeah. Has our guest had a birthday recently? Oh, oh don't. Not. Okay. Welcome, Susan oh, well, Bembo. Th- th- thanks for coming. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> If actually, if you we're what we didn't do, if you want to get in touch with us, of course, yes. you can uh, tweet us at All Out uh, Radio Show, which is also the the link for the Facebook page, and uh, all of that is on our website, allout.info. But you can also email us at radio. Um, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> info. It's radio at allout.info. Yeah, I knew there was an info go. in there somewhere. It's we made stuff. it so easy for ourselves that we we've did. never remembered it over yeah. four years. It's we, great, isn't which it? is why no one ever emails us on it. <laughs> <laughs> which is really sad. We're sitting here with our machines going, did someone email one day? Empty space. Though. Empty space. Okay. Tumbleweed. Brilliant stuff. But we have got our first guest, so let's get on with our first guest. This is the lovely Susan. Um, you are from Older Mind Matters, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for coming in on a Saturday morning. You've already been busy this morning. I have indeed. That's right. I did the Withenshaw Park run and it was very, very, very muddy. And how oh. how far is the Withenshaw Park run? Oh, it's Park only run? 5k. Oh, I, really? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 5k? I couldn't, 5K. Do fi- I couldn't do five but, metres. Oh, you could. No, you could do, Have you heard of Couch to 5k? Yes, I deleted it. Yes. You deleted <laughs> it? Oh, I did Couch to 5k and then I've tried to keep it going but i even had mud on my nose this morning oh is it that bad so, so you would have been shocked many people there oh yeah yeah absolutely i would have thought there were over 200 people really yeah, really? yeah. Wow. yeah. did you, you come first i know <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Second. it's not the winning i know it's not but i just think oh, that you know so the people set up oh obviously because i can't do it <laughs> so uh, but is it like it's like a race or is it just like oh just less well they say you're racing self. against yourself Bang. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they yeah. do that. Nice that's, that's that namby-pamby modern way, isn't it? It's not oh, the winning that please. counts. You know, it's everybody's it's, a winner. I'm just aiming to get around, <laughs> to be honest. And so is that, it's just every weekend that it's 200 ev- people will turn Saturday, up. Every Saturday, 9 well, you learn o'clock. something new, don't you? Yeah. yeah. In Withenshaw Park. Park. In Withenshaw Park. Right. Well, it's Imagine all sorts me. of different places. Yeah, exactly. It's been, yeah. It's Withenshaw Park's huge, though, isn't it? Withenshaw Park is huge. And this morning they were doing a different course to the one I'm used to. And it was certainly muddier than oh. I'm used to. And where, where, if you were safe, anyone listening here wanted to go along, where do they meet in the park? Whereabouts? Uh, well, the first time I went, I just went, parked, and followed everybody else. <laughs> you but could have been following anybody, couldn't you? Yeah, you could be following anybody, but <laughs> they're all going but, to a wedding. Well, <laughs> you can generally recognise them because they're wearing running gear. So, and, and there are signs telling you where to go. So. Yeah, we wouldn't be there, would we? No, well, not no. on a Saturday morning. It's you hard could, enough getting you in, could isn't it, still, there's still hope for you. No, no, I'm living in hope at the minute, <laughs> after a year I've had. I only came to it late <laughs> in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah I did try, you. but I mean, he got a bit dodgy. 
Oh, right. I kind of must have run funny. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this running malarkey, and then I couldn't walk. Does everybody run or do some people... We'll get to what, yeah. what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm just fascinated by this. No, no, you some can people walk. run, jog, yeah. walk, yeah, run and walk, whatever. Yeah. There are people with dogs. There are people with babies in, in buggies. Yeah. Um, so it's quite a mix, really. Far too it's, it's dead good. So we talk, So that's good health, and you're here to talk about health. Indeed. Oh wow! Well, yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Is that what they call a radio link? Uh, that's a the first one, one we've ever say, done. Yeah, a, a poor one. <laughs> but well, well done. I, I was impressed. Yeah, I, I was, was, I was impressed. So what, what be on the is it that you're doing? What, what have I come really yeah. to talk yeah, yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk well, about shopping later. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing a project for Age UK Cheshire, um, and they want to find out about transgender people's. Uh, experiences of health and social care they're interested in older they define older as over the age of 50 which is you know a bit young by my my standards (laughs) but anyway so because that's like the new 40 or 30 or something isn't it 50 these days probably the new 20 let's not push it (laughs) (laughs) you know so, so, Makes so, me a teenager. Yeah. yeah. So, so they want to find out about older transgender people's experiences of health and social care and what barriers to care people find, how they overcome the barriers, what people think is good practice, um, and then they hope eventually to produce some uh, guidelines for health and social care to try and improve people's experience. So is this done as a, as a questionnaire, or is it a bit of an interview? Has it well, worked? no, what I'm trying to find is people uh, who are prepared to talk to me. There's two groups we're interested in, um, talking to transgender individuals over the age of 50 um, and finding out what their experiences have been and what their views are and what what they think about the whole subject um, and also talking to health and social care professionals as well in order to find out what they have experienced in terms of transgender people using their services right. and, and um, has this just started or uh, it's on a fairly tight time scale right. i think we started in either august or september but we're supposed to tr- to produce the report by the end of March. Right. Okay. So, so it's pretty... That's ages away. Really? <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, I know it's Christmas not, is it? Christmas is rushing towards us it at is, high isn't it? speed. Oh, don't yeah, start really. 41 days away or something, yeah. is it? Oh, don't, don't. What are we now? No, it's more than that, because it's only the 3rd of November, isn't it? I wish you hadn't told me that. No, I'll, I'll do a countdown in a minute. OK. It's about no. six weeks, is it? OK, I don't know. Welcome to the uh, All Out Radio <laughs> yeah. Show. Yeah. Where maths is not our strong point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So how's how's it been so far? So how's it people? been so far? So I, I guess the first thing has been trying to make links with people and trying to find people and get the message out there. So it's really great mm-hmm. that you, you've Doing asked me to come work. here today. Yeah. Um, and I guess the groundwork has taken longer than I hoped it would take. Uh, but I've met lots of interesting people. Um, I've started interviewing people. Um, uh, we're, we're hoping to interview people as individuals and also maybe some focus groups so get people together as a group because then they bounce ideas off each other yeah. and, and I think it helps develop There's kind of safety ideas. numbers as well isn't there you feel yeah. a bit braver sometimes if you've got yeah. you know, something to say So I'm actually doing the first focus group on Monday Excellent, so I'm where's that? that? That's actually in North Wales Okay um, because I, I don't, can't remember whether I said this, but although it's Age UK Cheshire, they recognise that in order to uh, get a broad experience um, from a number of people, they need to stretch the boundaries wider than that. So really, we because your sample size is not going to be massive, a- is it? Absolutely. So yeah. so we're stretching it to North Wales, the North West. Um, rather than just confining ourselves to Cheshire. Brilliant stuff. So, well, let's stop for a song for a second. Louis says, hang on. I've got this new phone. I can't get into it. Right. Um, so I'm going to... Is that a birthday present? No, no. Came out yesterday. <laughs> and, um, I can't, and I've, do you know, signs of getting old. Everyone yeah. who knows Do you want me, me to hold it so you can Could you see? hold it? Can you I can't it, yeah. see the thing. I've had to turn the font up on my phone. I thought we'd agreed you're a teenager. With bad eyes. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Which one of your songs would you like? Can you remember which ones they were, or shall I just pick one randomly? Well, I'd be interested to see which one you pick. Ooh, because I was going to just go down your list. Oh, okay. Should we do that? Whatever. I didn't know this one. Your bones of monsters and men. Yeah. How do you know this one? What is it, and why? Where's, where did it come from? Um, I think I heard of monsters and men played on Radio Two, 
Um, and Other I liked, radio stations are available. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I do, do apologise for saying that. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Um, uh, and I liked it, so uh, I've got a couple of their albums. And, oh, okay. and this is one of my favourite tracks. Brilliant, let's give it a go. Your bones of monsters and men, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <You laughs> very know. good when it started. Well, I like that. To the yeah. tale of good modern one. technology. Excellent. And that was a choice of uh, Susan Bembo, who's our guest this very morning. Not the, not the um, most boppiest of songs, really. That You'd sit down in a nightclub if that one came on, wouldn't you? Possibly, yes. yes. But I, I really like it. I think it's got atmosphere. Which, yeah. is, which is like another one that's on your list that we're going to play yes. in a little while that's got atmosphere. I, I think that's the kind of song that you want just as you've finished a 5k run. Really. Yes, just do you know, that that's when I play it. There you are. When I finish really? the run. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'd be on Club Tropicana or something. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be amazed. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, we're here, we're talking about um, Susan and her project that she, you're doing on behalf of uh, Age UK Cheshire. That's correct. What... Who hopes to get something out of this? Why is it being commissioned, and what difference will it make? Oh no, that's you see, I tell you, I get up early sometimes. A really good question. I think it's being commissioned because people recognise that older transgender people may have particular issues that aren't necessarily recognised across health and social care, and and so it needs a higher profile. But what difference will it make? Is I mean, that is a really tricky one, isn't it? How do we make a difference? Mm. How do we influence services? Um, I mean, obviously, I'd like to believe that it will make a difference, uh, that people will take it on board. I suppose the other thing I do think is that just by kind of deluging the world in emails um, and talking to people, that in itself is in some ways an intervention because it says to people, have you thought about this? Um, Have you um, looked at whether your service is open, um, treats people in a dignified and respectful sort of way? Um, And so some of the people I've spoken to in health and social care actually were interested to talk to me because they wanted um, ideas about what they should be doing rather than telling me what their experiences were of working with um, transgender people. So so I think in some ways just doing the project raises awareness that, that there are issues. In the longer term, what difference it makes, you know, we'd have to come back, wouldn't we, in the future and, yeah. and discover whether it does. But if I have anything to do it, I would hope that it will make a difference. Yeah. Massive. I mean, I, I think that's the... Um, we're just discussing off-air this whole thing about going to your GP and these days getting into... You're going to be asked, asked, aren't you? ..about your, your sexual orientation. Do I want to tell sexuality. my doctor? Yeah. And I think that may be another interesting thing for the you know, trans community, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, people have keen. strong feelings in different directions yeah. on that, don't they? And, I mean, certainly some one concern that some trans people have mentioned to me is that if they tell health and social care providers that they are a transgender person everything gets put down to being transgender so you know anybody can get Get depression anxiety you know whatever it is Um, but if people know that you're transgender are they going to start to think that that's the issue behind whatever it is you've gone with because there are still services Sorry. There are still services that you need um, due to your previous uh, gender, don't there? There's yes, still elements yes. of you that need checking out Sc- and you need to be looking after. Yeah, yeah. screening is obviously an issue. And yeah. um, I, I've, I've collected some booklets about screening, um, so it's obviously something that, that people are aware of, but whether they're generally aware of it because of course the difficulty can be that if you're I don't know a GP or whatever you may only have one transgender person in in your uh, practice and one of the things other people have said some some of the um, primary care people I've talked to and others is that they can't remember ever having any training relevant to how do you work with transgender people and what happens to them and what do you need to know what do you need to be aware of and sensitive to when you're seeing people Um, and they've gone through you know they may have trained in medical school gone through several decades of practice and have had no training at any stage so that that's an issue too and I suppose with this social care being part of it, because it says views of health and social care, yeah. it, that could be being looked after in later life as well, is it? Uh, 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 absolutely. Things like carers coming into you uh, when you're older and you need help with daily living. Um, things about going in 
into sheltered housing, residential care and how people feel about that, whether they feel they have to keep um, their transgenderism what's the right identity. word identity yeah. thank you for helping it's all right their transgender identity secrets or whether they're able to be open about that and if they don't feel they can be open about it then what impact does that have on day-to-day life and and being able and to do mental the health as part of it isn't it absolutely yeah. yeah yeah and the ongoing costs you know the different i suppose sorting out now and being open about it now is is a prevention a prevention of extra costs and treatment that you might need in later life as well You'd isn't hope it? so wouldn't you yeah, well yeah. you would but yeah. how does that then make a difference? You know, there's never any money in the NHS, is there? So, no, you can't answer the funding elements. But you know, what dif- you know, I wonder what difference it will make. I'm just. It's but it's about strange. good practice, isn't it? It's yeah. about treating people as individuals and valuing them for the person that they actually are. And and it's also, I think, another one of the issues is about um, older people in particular, one of the points some people have made to me is that older transgender people have come through a time when life was very difficult, when there was a lot of transphobia, when they had to be very careful about how they behaved and and how far they could be open about about themselves Um, and maybe in the future things would be different but but if we're thinking about people who are older now they they've had all this history of experience so it may be that they're going to be more reluctant to talk about things so do service providers in health and social care therefore need to to do something to show that they are accepting and respectful and you know all the rest of it rather than just saying oh well you know we we treat everybody in this respectful sort of way do, do they need to to do more than that and how they show it i think that's a good point to come on to after we have another of your tracks i'm going to try it let's see if this works i'm going to play so a bit more jolly uh, I'm going to see, see if this Queen one works. Don't stop me now. That's from your running list you get yeah, there. Yeah. I don't know whether this is going to work. Let's see if it does. That's not working. Oh, Go on. There we go. Right. <laughs> oh. So, yes, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Or we'll, be, or we'll be back with you when we make the technology work. Yeah. Go on, dooby doo doo doo. That's great. And in fact, that's, I think, how we should start every track with you singing it before we can manage to get technology sorted. I know. Queen. Technology. Don't not, stop me now. Isn't my it? friend today. Okay. Yes. It's great. You listen to the All Out Radio show. Bit of Queen. Yes. Brilliant stuff. That was the choice of Susan. And if you want to, if, let's, because people are sitting there going, oh, I need some contact details. Um, your website is oldermindmatters.com. Yes. So they can get basic information from there, can't they, as, uh, to contact the, you, can the, they? There's, there's mention of the project on there, but there's a contact form. So if anybody wants to contact me, they can fill in the contact form. Um, there is an email address specific to the project. It's called the Trans Age Project. That's the name that Age UK Cheshire gave it. So it's transage, T-R-A-N-S-A-G-E dot project at gmail.com excellent stuff and if anybody gets in touch with you and gives you their experiences of life what happens to their data and evidence Ah, and things like that we're obviously we're we're collecting people's we're asking people if we can audio tape them first of all and then uh, transcribing the tapes and then doing a, a what would be called a qualitative analysis on them. So it's looking at themes across different interviews to try to distill out what are the common themes and experiences and barriers and good practice and all of that. Um, so so it's collecting stories, but then looking at themes across different stories so you wouldn't, that make you wouldn't have joyce long sites of long sites said it would be no 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 uh, definitely anonymized not. In, in a way in, in the report uh, clearly nobody would be identified um I, I, we might give people pseudonyms because in a sense it brings people to life if you mm, if you yes. just say yeah. participants it, yes. you know yes. it's, yeah. it's a bit it's real cold people isn't it? get, it's, yeah. these are real people yeah. and yeah. they're real people's experiences so we would use quotes from from the interviews but we wouldn't anti- identify who the quotes have come from excellent and well, speaking of experiences you were just talking off air well, about yeah, experiences well, right? it, was, it was ending your part before the um, before the track uh, that you were talking about susan about um how you feel when you go into a building whether it's a hospital or a a gp Mm. surgery or whatever um and i through my experience of of you know dealing with cancer 
I find I found that clinicians, by and large, have been you know not batting an eyelid when I say this is my partner, Carol, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also think waiting rooms are really quite interesting when you don't see a thing around the room, you know, around the space saying there's different sorts of people in this world. You know, I, yes. I, I was saying off air that I think cancer doesn't discriminate, neither should you, and everybody yeah. should know that. But I think there's assumptions made about who you may be, that you are heterosexual, basically, end of. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think, and I just wonder, I mean, hopefully it comes out of this, out of your out of your project, but what could we do? What, what you know, is it posters? Is it, you know, what, I mean, maybe you've well, found people have said stuff I, about pe- that. People have certainly raised that, um, and, and it, suggestions that have been made are things like, well, people find it helpful if the um, organisation's website says we are LGBT friendly or maybe gives a contact person who has a particular, I don't know, responsibility for mm-hmm. that area that you could contact if you've got any particular concerns you want to talk about. Um, and and also, you know, what difference do posters make? That's yeah. I mean, that's a good prep. Well, I used to know it in youth clubs years ago. Youth clubs, if it said, you know, you said they were years ago. Are you going? <laughs> no, no, I was working there oh, okay. once, <laughs> decades ago, Victoriana. <laughs> um, but but um, but you know, it was that. It was so the different different cultures were included and everything yes. else. And yes. I think I think I think posters are great. I'm all for it. I think, I it think be those a huge project. Important points, actually. Um, and I, I, I've started, I went into one or two organisations, which shall be nameless, and I said, are you LGBT friendly? And they went, ha, 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 panicked about it. Why are you asking? Um, but, but, I mean, why not ask? Yeah, yeah. Abs- yeah. yeah. And, and there's an easy answer, yes. Yes. Yeah. And then how <laughs> do you show it? Yes, exactly. That's the next yeah. question, who, isn't where, it? If why, you yeah. are LGBT friendly, how are you actually showing people who come to use your services that you are and that they can be expect to be valued and treated as individuals? Yeah. Well, it's it's just the subtlety. When you go into a... And this is a, more of a, a commercial thing, but you go into a, a new city and you're looking for the gay bar and just the little rainbow flag sticker in a window yeah. makes yeah. a lot... Do you think, oh, well, that's all right then, isn't it? Yeah. You, know, you, you think they've put... You hope they've put it there for the right reasons. But, and well, that and bees, yeah, you know, and what? You know, in, in oh, B and B. I thought we were talking about actual bees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where you see, you know, the rainbow flag. It's not difficult, is it? No, yeah. but it feels more welcoming. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think um, I, I always mention the Proud Trust, but they're doing a kind of a scheme of th- using the uh, the colours of the flag. They're doing a kind of an award level of scheme that you can buy into and show your LGBT plus preparedness yeah. Yeah, and stuff that you can get an award for it yeah oh. so there's there is that kind of thing available i think mm. but again it's getting it out there and getting it nationally recognized but the rainbow flag is one just particular way but but yeah. like just having this poster up that you've got here mm. would make a difference isn't it so, you know that someone could see actually we are concerned and we're bothered enough to want to put that poster up and yeah. you mentioned off air that you've gone into a, a doctor's surgery or a healthcare place and someone has mentioned something to you it's like a, a religion or a belief and you think well actually why are you telling me that yeah. Why yes. do I need to know that? And that then prevents you, you are, from yeah, doing well, something. If you are, you know, if you are professing a particular religion, am I? You know, I am think I Beelzebub? I'm, I think. Well, I think I'm accepting. I think I'm tolerant about other people. But then I, you're not I think, tolerant. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, failed. <laughs> It's so pleasant. I know. It's good to have you back. But but I think, you know, all all of a sudden a whole heap of things get into my head. And you stop stop thinking about why you're there. And I think that's the other side to it. Because your head's going round going, okay, so if I say I'm gay, are you going to discriminate against me? I don't know. But are you? And I'm thinking, I'm I'm, I'm there for painkillers. I'm not there there to... No, but it's that sort of thing. I'm not there to have a discussion about whether religions are tolerant of the LGBT community yeah. or whatever. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, yeah. it's a strange thing, isn't yeah. it? I mean, the whole health yeah. service is a strange thing because you give yourself to, to clinicians. Perhaps, yeah. you thought you effect, were a, you? perhaps you thought you were a nun or something, this oh, doctor, well, and thought know, was trying to empathise yeah, exactly. with you. exactly. I'm a little angel, really. I think that's little. what they, they must have seen, my little tappy a- wings. And I, I guess the, the other thing, thing is that if you're going to see the doctor or the social worker or look around an, an old people's home or whatever, people are often quite anxious you know, and and, and yeah. they need to be put at ease exactly. and helped ra- yeah. rather than made to feel, oh God, can I say anything? Yeah. Because mm. I don't, I don't know feel, how it's going to be taken. 
I'd, I'd feel uncomfortable. I'm yeah. not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic project because it's so needed. The one that mm. you're doing, it's really important, mm. isn't it? Mm. So excellent. Well, I, okay, I, okay. I think so. Let's just stop for a track because the doorbell's gone. Ah. So um, I'm <laughs> going to put on the track if it, again, if it works. Uh, the track that we both talked about liking, which is Hollow Talk, because we both liked it because it comes from the bridge, yes. which is the old. Uh, Nordic noir and thing, and it's back, isn't it? Season is it four? Yeah, it's gonna be four, and the final ever season of the bridge. Final ever? Oh, oh no! Sorry, I've just gone and ruined your life. Oh. Yeah, it's the final one I uh, can't with, go. with Saga, and that's uh, it's not. It's coming. I think it's January uh, in Scandinavia, and it hasn't been given a British date. But oh. this is the theme tune of which now all um, Scandi. Oh, I can't get back in my phone. Come on, I'm looking at you. Come on, let me back in um, to play this. Oh, it let me in then. Um, so uh, yes, this is like you you, you recognise this now for it's the start of quite a lot of different um, detective type dramas. They've all yeah. got this haunting piano, but this yeah. is the main one, and this may not work because this is Hollow Talk by the Choir of Young Believers. That's good, isn't it? Hollow talk. You, you're upset. Did you cut the end? No, no, we, we, we can still, you haven't got okay. headphones on. We, it is still playing. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. It's still a bit of singing. A bit of singing. Yeah. Sorry. It is beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah. It is. Yeah. We talk it's all the way over it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've had five <laughs> minutes. What well, do you want? There you go. Very nice. Hollow talk. From the next, from the, from the bridge, which is um, brilliant and it is back early in the new year, I think. I'm, sure I'm currently watching this. Have you seen This Is Us? No. It's not Scandi, it's not, but it's another right. one that you end up crying to every time you sit and watch it. It's about a family. And it, was on, it was on Channel 4 this time last year, and there was about 18 programmes in Series 1, and Series 2 is, is, should be coming out soon, but it's, uh, uh-huh. it's very, really, really good. About different generations of a so family It says of everything, twins. doesn't it? I'm, I'm watching Bargain Brits going to Blackpool, basically. That's my kind of TV. Is that Channel 5? It is. I don't, yeah, I think I yeah. don't get Channel 5. I'm watching Norskopf. Which is another uh, Scandi yeah. programme. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I haven't seen that one. I like yeah. Spiral. Oh, yes. The French so one. So do I, yes. yes. Or yeah, yeah. Engrenage, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else did we watch? There's, of course, The Killing. Yes. Which started it all off, really, didn't it? Which yeah. is my ringtone on my phone. The old uh, radio show, Talking Television. Talking Television. <laughs> Scandi, no. Okay, apologies. No, it's all Susan and Murray, I like it. It's you because it's not about back. her. I know, exactly. <laughs> oh, because I've mentioned Channel 5 and it's rubbish. <laughs> Should be doing Homes Under the Hammer next. <laughs> yeah. Another one. I like Antiques Road. Road Trip. Oh, oh there yeah. you go. Well, yours okay. is much posher. Yeah. So, the all-out radio show, believe it Indeed. or not, the LGBT show for uh, Manchester and Beyond, uh, with Susan Bember, who's been talking about the um, a trans age project. Um, Love, lovely paper for your poster, yes, by the way. Yes, great poster. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you'll be able to see this poster in um, in GP surgeries. Across the Northwest and North Wales. Hopefully, people can see it over the radio. Yes, you can, obviously. Exactly, I can see it. I need glasses, that's the one. Now I can see it. So, if people want to get in touch with you, they can get you at transage.project at gmail.com, and it might be easier to get you at oldermindmatters.com, or you could even write. You've thought of everything here, haven't you? Well. It's Susan Bembo, care of Age UK Cheshire, 314 Chester Road, Hartford, Northwich, CW8. To a B, and uh, this will be on the podcast and on Mixcloud. So if anyone's missed it, they can get it. And I think that's a later. really good idea that you say to people, right? I think because not everybody's you know, computer. If you get savvy. a letter, I'll be amazed. Who I writes? Haven't, I haven't had one so far, so maybe I can put out an advert for letters. It's a cost, yes. it's cost of stamps, have not it? Cost yeah, of yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The cost <laughs> of stamps, it's ridiculous. When email is completely free. Uh, I know mm. it's crazy. We're not used to paying for anything anymore, are we? No. Yeah, are. So, no. You, so let's have, let me just read this out so that people have got all the information they need. Um, Susan and Paul are carrying out a project for Age UK Cheshire to look at this and would like to hear from people who are. So it's the, do you think, do you think health and social, should have started at the top of the poster. Yeah. Do you think health and social care services for trans people need to improve? What needs to change and will you help? So that's, that's what yeah. you're posing. And then you and Paul are looking at it. We don't, we haven't seen Paul. We don't know where Paul is. No, I didn't uh, bring him. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> he lives in your pocket. So uh, you'd like to hear from people who are over 50 identify as trans so at any any stage of trans or yeah, any yeah. identification of yeah. trans yeah. you're happy to yeah. hear from them uh, live in Cheshire or Manchester North Wales Lancashire kind of area northwest yeah that's our core audience prepared to talk about their experiences and views of health and social care either in a group or individually 
So if this is you, if you are interested and you're willing to help, then please contact us. And that was the transage.project at gmail.com or your website, which is a contact form at oldermindmatters.com. Excellent stuff. But anything yeah. else we've not said? or No, no. I, I suppose the only thing that struck me while you were talking is that you must have people who work in health and social care. And there must be people who identify as being trans who work in health and social care. So it would also be interesting to talk to some of those people too. Oh, about how they try listening. and get that over yeah, in their yeah, daily life? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Because they'd have a unique perspective on it, wouldn't they? Yes. One would think. Indeed. Excellent stuff. Well, that's, you've been fabulous. Yeah. Thank Good you for coming along. Good luck with the project. Thank like you very much. Good luck with the running. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Might see you there. I may not Awful. get any faster, but at least I'm happy. Well, exactly. You're doing it, aren't you? Yeah. I need to get out there and do a bit more, but I'll be cycling because you can sit down. Yeah. Oh. That's why I like cycling. You can sit down. Okay. You know, freewheel it. Woo. Down the hill. Right. Excellent stuff. So we're going to finish with um, the last, well, one of your choices, which was... Um, Oh, I've pressed the wrong button. Uh, Leaders of the Free World by Elbow. And let's see if this comes out through the machine. Sounds like it might be. Thank you, Susan. Healthwatch Manchester is recruiting volunteers. We're your local consumer champion for health and care services. If you care about local services and want to help improve them, join our team of volunteers and take part in a range of exciting initiatives. We investigate hospital services, GP practices, patient transport and much more. A full training package is provided and your expenses covered. For an application pack, ring 0161 830 2070 or email info at healthwatchmanchester.co.uk. Healthwatch Manchester, help improve our local services. The Nubian Times, your source for diverse news. Online daily at thenubiantimes.com. Bad news sells, good news inspires. And there she goes, the one, the only Bonnie Tyler, and uh, total eclipse of the heart. You're listening to the All Out Radio Show here on. Uh, okay, she does go on. She really does go on and on. Thought she'd finished. No, she's still going. Um, gone, nearly. Um, you listen to the All Out Radio Show here on All FM, uh, the LGBT show for Manchester and beyond if you're listening online, and thanks very much for your company. Now, a while back, we had um, a little request from the one and only LGBT Foundation based in the middle of Manchester, and they said, um, we'd like to do a radio takeover. And we'd like to use your show to do it. And we said, of course you can. So I'm going to let them get on with it and uh, introduce you to Claudia to set it off. Hi, yes, thank you, Claire. My name's Claudia and I'm here from the LGBT Foundation Women's Programme. We support lesbian and bi women. This autumn, we're launching a confidence movement for lesbian and bisexual women. And as part of this, we're on local radio stations talking about what it means to be a lesbian or bi woman from a minority background. So why are we doing this? Well, we're doing this because lesbian and bi women still have negative experiences because of our gender identity and sexual orientation and other minority identities, but no one's really talking about that, not inside the LGBT community or outside of it. And this often leads to high rates of mental health problems, barriers to getting help, including things around coming out, social isolation. And when you're a lesbian and bi woman with further minority identities, your experiences are different and your difficulties can be increased because this isn't recognised. So today, I'm here with a special guest. Her name is Rima. Um, and Rima, I'll give you a little bit of background. She's from the Midlands. Her favourite TV show is Goodness Gracious Me. She loves baking, reading and drawing and chilled out music like Mac DeMarco and Home Shake. And today, Rima is here to talk about her experiences of being a bi woman from a South Asian background. So, Rima, just to kick us off, many people might ask, why are we doing an interview looking at minority lesbian and bi women when lesbian and bi women themselves as a group are already a minority? So why do you think this is important? Um, it's really important. I guess, like, being South Asian and being a bi woman, is not really heard of. We're quite invisible. And just in general, like, sexuality and, like, so in relation to, like, South Asians, not really discussed mm-hmm. about. We're, like, seen as, like, the modest Indian girl. So, like... In the South, we're quite deviant, but, like, we need a recognition. Like, we've got so many, like, problems to go over with and they're just not addressed at all. Right, so tell us a bit more about what it means for you to be uh, a bi woman from a South Asian background. Well, for me, like, I'm proud of it because, like, especially back in the day, like, before, like, 
British Raj came in to India, like bisexuality was embraced. So it was like lesbians, so it was like um, homosexuality. So like we kind of got shipped away from it. And then since like since like centuries when we moved to England, like we didn't desexualized or oversexualized. Mm-hmm. Never get stereotyped as like the like exotic woman. And it's just like it's just not true. Like we're just normal, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's just. So like it's like a badge of honor, like yeah. <laughs> so you're proud. So yeah, we love to hear that. Exactly what we want for this confidence movement. Yeah. Um, so, how, kind of what experiences have you had within the LGBT community? Because we're always talking about within the LGBT community, we're always talking about experiencing prejudice from people outside the community. You know, homophobia, biphobia, transphobia. But have you had any negative experiences within the LGBT community? Oh God, yeah. Um, one of them is like from the South Asian like LGBT communities, mainly like it's mainly men, right. and women. We don't get to kind of embrace sexuality. We don't get to embrace like us being us. And like I had men come up to me and say, like, "Oh, but you're just straight because you're bi," and I was like, "No." And then I had it from like other communities where they're like, "Oh, but you're Asian, you can't be like bisexual. It doesn't exist. It's a white man's disease." I'm just like, "No." Don't say that. Mm. Why? Why are you doing this? And um, I think the worst one I had was in like actually in Birmingham. I went to like a lesbian by night, and this woman just stereotyped me as like a terrorist. And I was like, "What?" Oh. And I was like, "Why did you do that?" But she was like, "Oh, but it'd be fun." I'm like, "No," and like, and I really felt welcomed. Right. And it's just like it's hard because we're invisible, and the only things we actually can talk about is like through online platforms. But even then, you're not getting the face, like face-to-face, like interaction. Mm. There's no sense of community, and I think it won't be for a long time. Like it will take a like a long, long time to get that kind of community. So, would you say then that the the kind of bi South Asian women's community is quite isolated? Like, is there, are there many like, spaces where you can gather and like celebrate your identity? No, just no. <laughs> no I don't think there is. Um, obviously, online and like blogging has helped out so much, but in terms of like actual spaces, it's, it's really invisible. And like, obviously, you've got like Sati and like Club Sundagi. Mm. But even then, like, it's just, it's quite, it's isolating. So, Rima, before we, before we left off, you were saying how there's not much out there for lesbian and bi South Asian women. What kind of things would you like to see? I would like to see like more events like aimed at like, not just like South Asians, but like just the BAME community in general, because I think we like we share similar experiences. Um, yeah, just like especially like non-drinking as well. Like I drink, but like oh, but um, I drink, I, I drink, but I know other like women who don't drink because of their religion, mm. and it's just like maybe if it's like a, just a nice community, like a little community fair with other like artists, like just something nice, I would say like. Something quite chilled out. Yeah, so like dry spaces. Yeah, that's the word, yeah, dry spaces. I think a lot of people actually talk about um, how isolating it is to have an LGBT community revolved around clubbing and alcohol. Um, uh, Particularly, like, also older women, you know, I think those spaces could be really useful. Oh, definitely. Do you you know of any of those spaces in case anyone's listening and might want to check them out? So I'm a volunteer and a sessional netreach worker with the LGBT Foundation. And just go volunteering, like, that's how you meet people. Mm. Um, you also go to events like a dry space. That, like, I think the LGBT Foundation Manchester is really good for that. And that's it's a nice look, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> no, it's... Because um, I felt like more sense of belonging in Manchester than in Birmingham. And Birmingham was quite diverse, but mm. it's aimed at men. Yeah. And, like, creative workshops. Like, I went to the Pride Fringe event, and it was, like, a creative... Um, poetry night and it was just amazing like, I met so many like, other women so like, I would generally recommend uh, recommend like, volunteering for sure Wonderful um, So one of the other things we want to talk about because it's really important is is access to kind of healthcare and social care because we know that lesbian and bi women are marginalised when it comes to access and I can imagine and we and we know that a further minority identities just add to that marginalisation. So, you know, when we go to GP or you get an STI check, it can be difficult for many LGBT people because it involves coming out to professionals. So do you think being a South Asian lesbian, bi woman, sorry, has impacted on your experience of accessing services and how? Well, it's quite daunting to go to, um, to get STI check when you're... South Asian because the attitudes towards like sex before marriage is very like 
not negative, but it's very traditional. So you shouldn't have sex before marriage. We're supposed to be like we're supposed to be a very modest, mm. like the Virgin Mary, but the Indian one, basically. <laughs> um, so when I have gone for STI checks, um, I've been quite scared to come out because um, homosexuality is not or bisexuality is not really accepted in South Asian communities. If I got like a South Asian like GP there, I'm too scared to come out because they're going to judge me, or they might tell my family members. I'm just I've just been too scared to do it. Um, but getting STI checkers, like, as a um, bisexual woman, they don't ask. Like, you have to come out, and it's just, it's just like, why do you have to do this? Like, mm. why do you always seem I'm pregnant? <laughs> why, why do you seem like I'm only having sex with men? So it's just, I think it's quite ridiculous. Like, mm. you have to come out. And plus, like, STIs is not really well known, the lesbian and bisexual community. Like, when I've done NetReach, I have to literally explain to women get get checked mm. because they just don't know about the risks of it. And it's just like it's such a shame. There should be more education, like towards STIs and like even like sex education for like lesbian and bi women for sure. Definitely. Yeah, so like inclusive sex and yeah. education. Yeah, I think. And when uh, when we were talking earlier, you were talking about mental health services as well, and you were saying that there's loads of barriers to accessing there and loads of kind of discrimination when you do. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So in the South Asian community, mental health is is not a thing. Um, unfortunately, the parents blame themselves, which they shouldn't, they shouldn't do. So, like, I got anxiety, like, social anxiety. And um, when I've tried to speak about it to a GP, it just hasn't really, like, gone really well. They, they, they like, offered me, like, antidepressants, but I was like, I don't want to take that. Mm. Um, but, like, what's causing, like, you to feel like this? I was like, oh, I'm just questioning myself. Like, I'm going through a really hard time. And he's like, oh, but it was, it's just a phase, you'll get over it. And I just felt so, like, disheartened. Mm. Um, so I feel like more should be spoken about, like, especially in the bisexual community, because mental health is so, like, it's so bad. Like, there's figures and statistics, like, if you go online, it'll show you. Mm. And it's such a shame because I think if you're bisexual in community, like, you got the, you got, I have this many cases, like, I had lesbians say, no, oh, you're just a straight girl, just, like, being bi-curious. And I had, like, the bisexual community. Like, we all kind of get the same same experience. Like, we just get called, like, straight. And then straight people are like, oh, you must be gay. You're too greedy. Mm. I'm just, it's just like, no. Like, why are you doing this? So there's prejudice kind of anywhere you go, yeah. so inside and outside the LGBT community. So really, I guess, where are the safe spaces? And I guess that brings us back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah. if they're not there and people aren't providing them or the spaces aren't accessible, you're more isolated and you're more marginalised. Exactly. So if... Thinking about that then, so if you could say one thing to a, a health professional, social care worker, a teacher, anyone supporting uh, lesbian and bi South Asian women, yeah. what would you say? Um, I would just say, like, don't be afraid to ask. Just treat us as, like, like a normal patient, like a straight patient. Mm. And, like, try and understand the barriers, the culture barriers we have, because it's just... It's just difficult and it's quite disheartening to speak about it. Like, I thought, like, by this time I wouldn't have to speak about being, like, just how hard it is mm. to get just normal healthcare, and especially STIs. Mm. So, like, when I... I haven't, luckily, I haven't caught any. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. <laughs> um, but just talk... Like, just go into, like, GP and, like, have a, like, STI check. Like, just don't judge. Wonderful. So don't judge... Yeah. Be aware of the cultural yeah. barriers um, and treat you like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. And that was Through the Night by Ren Harview. This is the All Out Radio Show, All FM, and my name is Claudia. I'm from the LGBT Foundation Women's Programme. I'm here with Rima talking about what it feels like and is to be a bi woman, bi South Asian woman in the LGBT community. So in the break, we were just talking about... Um, what it's like to come out to health professionals and what it's like to access healthcare um, as a bi South Asian woman. And you were telling a story. Do you mind telling that one again? Yeah, sure. So I had the experience of getting the contraceptive pill because I've got polycystic ovaries. So I was like 16 at the time. I remember this very, very well. I went to, I went to go in and I said to the doctor, oh, um, he was South Asian, um, can I hear about the pill like options? And he just looked at me in like shock, mm. and I was just so confused. I was, I was just like, I'm just getting, I'm just getting the pill for a medical, like a quite unknown medical condition, mm. in my opinion, which many affects South Asian women. 
So I went in and he sat down with me and he said, you're 16. And I said, yes, I am. And he said to me, you shouldn't be having sex before marriage. And I said, I'm not using this for sex. I'm using this for for, for cystic ovaries. And I just felt so isolated. This is like a member of my community judging me for something I was trying to get for like medical needs. Yeah, and a professional as well, yeah. right? Like you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel judged, and that's only going to add barriers to your accessing it. So, how did that feel? Like, how did how did you feel as a woman? How did you feel as a bi woman? How did you feel as a South Asian woman? I felt I felt ashamed of myself, and this is a very common theme across, like I guess, like any race, any culture, any ethnicity. This internalized homophobia, mm. and this internalized internalized shame, and it's just. It's just the hardest thing to get over with, That's, which contributes to mental health so much. Um, it's so hard. Like mm. I remember feeling like I cried, but I couldn't tell my mum because then mum would be like, why are you crying? Mm. It's just a comment. That's so isolating for you. Yeah. So we, wanna, we really want to talk about, before we, before we finish today, we really want to talk about a little bit about you. So what do you think the best thing about being a South Asian bi woman is? The best thing, oh, it's, it's just great. <laughs> um, I, I just believe because, like, it's like you've been outside the norm, like, you're outside the norm and you're, like, uh, not a deviant, but you're going back to traditional roots, back, like, way back in the day, like, centuries away. And it's just helping others as well, like, you're not, you're not alone. And I hope, like, if any South Asian women do listen to this, like, just let no, you're not alone, like, there's others mm-hmm. like us. It's just fun. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love fun. That's yeah. great. That's what we like to hear. But to, to be serious, so what are the most difficult parts, if you could name one, about being a South Asian bi woman? The invisibility, like, we're not known. Mm. It's so hard to cop out, really hard, without being judged, without being, like, shunned out of your culture, without being called a coconut, coconut. If, if everyone, if you do know that term. Unfortunately, <laughs> so it's like a coconut Malteser. So it's a thing. I don't know how this thing started, but my sisters call me this. Um, it's when you're brown on the outside, but you're white on the inside, and it just adds to the oh. misconception that homosexuality is a white man's disease. And when I did my dissert- I did my dissertation about um, homophobia in the Hindu community, um, and thought like I made it about men. Just because mm. there's more, there's more like a community for like bisexual and homosexual men, um, and this theme of like being called a coconut because you're not straight. <laughs> it's just that is so hard. it's so ridiculous. Like there's loads of barriers, but I don't let that I don't let that make me down. Like mm. you just so keep pushing through. <laughs> picking up on coming out then. So what were your experiences of coming out? Well, I didn't have the traditional coming out story. Like you tell your parents I'm like bisexual they, they never really questioned it mm. um, so when I came out to my friends recently she goes oh okay like they just kind of accepted it um, I came out to my sister like through like a weird way like we're having a conversation <laughs> she goes oh I don't know who you like be like do what you've been doing men and women I was like yeah okay she goes oh that was it <laughs> it's been quite chilled it's quite a chilled out one and mm. um, Unfortunately, I'm not fully out. I guess I'm now because I'm on the radio. <laughs> um, yeah, it's my experience so far has been quite chilled out. I guess it hasn't been quite like as sad as like the stories I've heard on the vlogs. Um, but yeah, it's been quite. It's a bit of a weird coming out story. That's alright. Yeah. You get here and you're, you're proud and you're here to tell the story, which is great. Yeah. So, can I have our last question for you then? As this is part of the Lesbian and Bi Women's Confidence Movement 2017, we have to ask you, what <laughs> makes you feel confident, Rima? This will sound really ridiculous, but I'm a really good baker. <laughs> that is not ridiculous. So, like, um, I remember I lived in Madrid and there was this charity cause and out of 31 cakes, my cake came fourth place. And I lost my prize. Oh. It was like a baking, like it was like it was a cake machine, but oh. not a cake machine. What was it? Oh, cake pop machine. Nice. And I lost it. Oh, <laughs> but you came forth out of that. I came forth, face, yeah. So and you like to bake? Baking makes you feel confident. And um, also just the community, having like supportive friends and family mm. is what makes you feel confident. And just like, I think there's this like self-deprecation community, the self like 
internalised shame. Mm. And I feel like if you're not productive with it, then you're going to let it swallow, it's going to swallow you up. So you might as well be productive, help volunteering, like do stuff that makes you happy, like help other people out. Otherwise, you're going to be in this little hole and you're not going to get out of it at all. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much, Rima. Thank you for being yeah, here today. So this was for the Confidence Movement 2017. You can check out all the details at www.lgbt.foundation forward slash confidence17. Um, and thank you, Claire, for having us. <laughs> ah, I've come back in. <laughs> um, uh, you're welcome. So uh, it's from the LGBT Foundation. You've been listening to uh, Claudia and Rima um, hear their stories. and Oh, hear Rima's. It wasn't much of your story, was <laughs> it? No, 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 no. Claudia, we have to get it back in for you to talk to us about it. OK, so we're going to, we'll just do this one track uh, and then Murray will be back. So thanks very much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was uh, The Love Affair. Yeah. One of yours. We don't let off let your songs on. No, you don't. My radio show. It's great, yeah. <laughs> it's great <laughs> when I've got, you know, I can try and use the little old, uh, little old computer there and put the, put the tunes on. So, so, what, so what, what's just happened there? So, OK, so basically we had Claudia and Rima from the LGBT Foundation, obviously the organisation based in town, and they're doing a confidence um, conference that's coming up. Yep. And they asked us... I said it uh, at the beginning of the programme, um, yeah. to take over. So we allowed them just to... You were out the studio, in fact. It was. It was a women's-only space. And it I was. I was out for it completely. Um, for them, just to discuss together the situation, or, or Rima's life as a South Asian woman, i.e. someone from the subcontinent, India-wise. OK. Okay. You're not certain either. No, I'm not. I'm not I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, exactly. It's interesting, isn't it? But South Asian is the south of Asia. That's the whole point of yes. it, isn't it? So the other bits of Asia. Uh, north, east, south. and west. <laughs> My lord, there's, there, there ends the geography lesson for exactly. the day. And it's just, it's just, we should have asked. We should have asked. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. were interviewed. That's what, the whole no, point. No, exactly. It wasn't us, was it? It wasn't Sorry, about it was us. So well it done was for doing that then. For, uh, they were coming in to discuss what they wanted to discuss. So, fair enough. And there's some quite interesting points, actually. I mean, as we discussed earlier with Susan about the whole GP situation and all that, that came up within yeah, the conversation. Yeah, it kind of followed on from our own show. Yeah, there you are. Almost exactly. That was seamless. 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 Well, you are listening <laughs> to the All Art Radio Show, now back with Murray. Hooray! His show. <laughs> no, it's not. No, but it's nice it to be is, back. Excellent stuff. So, let's have a look at this. We've not got long now. No, they haven't. Oh, no. But they did really, I was really Time impressed with how long they, they went for. Yeah, they well, go. <laughs> We've just stopped talking. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> what do we do? Right, okay. No, I've got some stuff with it. There's been lots of pr- lots of press around stuff, but uh, there's some. It's going to be National HIV Testing Week, and Prince Harry is going to uh, launch it. Of course, I don't know if you are you a Corrie fan? Uh, no, I've, I've not really watched it. Next, I've, I've seen a little. Let's bit forget of this, that story. No, no, no but this no, really odd thing. It's just there's some murders going on or something. Some yeah, there's Pat Phelan doing, doing his murders. There's, yeah, yeah there's a, there was Andy kept in the. Uh, I'm not giving anyway any spoilers. It's gone. Uh, Andy <laughs> give it, Andy living in a for the last six months and then he's killed him killed right. him in Vinny so that's yeah. fine but no the latest story is Seb falling off his ladder which um, right. then uh, Pat Feely is trying to blame um, get it put Anna in the frame for it right. uh, but there's, there's an HIV storyline there okay. so that's their latest storyline right. which fits in nicely with the, the fact that uh, Prince Harry Mm-hmm. him of the gingerness, yeah. will be launching this year's National HIV Testing Week, attending the opening of an HIV pop-up shop in London. Right. I don't quite know what that means. Yeah. Um, the, Prince will be, the Prince will attend the opening of the Terence Higgins Trust shop in Hackney, East London, on Wednesday, the November the 15th. At the pop-up, the Prince will officially launch the start of National HIV Testing Week with the charity coordinates, which the charity coordinates even, uh, on behalf of HIV Prevention England. The shop which will be open from the 15th to the 24th of November, will offer people a chance to take a free self-test home with them. So, yeah, so you I should mean, be getting tested. That's an interesting point. Again, it's, it's, it's kind of been a health show in many respects. Hasn't it, just? So whether or not GPs have that up in their surgeries that they can be HIV tested at your GP, can you? Can I have no be? idea, I there would imagine. Are. And would you feel, would, is it one of those Easy things, because there's still, well, and there's still uh, a stigma around sure. it, if I go in, I feel I need to be tested, Yeah. do you want, it's kind of, it's, I don't know if it's because we're we're older and we're, we know what it was like, but going to the doctors in the 80s and stuff, and you were like, if you mentioned HIV or anything, do you, you, do you think there's a big, like a big black X put across your file, yeah. kind of, so we don't know if that's, you know, that's going to be the case, but of course you can go to your local gun clinic. 
uh-huh. of which there is uh, the one at MRI is on the corner of um, of the A34 and um, Hathersage Road, isn't it, near the baths? <gasps> Going to the baths later. I'll but tell you that you? in a second. Very good. But, but also, talk about um, the LGF, the LG, old LGF, the LGBT Foundation. Foundation is they they, they've well, done yeah. loads of stuff around. Yeah. Uh, and, and but you can do it with a simple uh, little prick test, right. which which I had once, I know. And, all oh, right, Smirker. And the, um, <laughs> what's this, carry-on radio. <laughs> and, um, and you get this little device, mm-hmm. and it, it's awful, because you have to kind of, jab it in the end of your finger but of course you've got to you've actually got to get up quite a, a pressure right. on this device for it to shoot Ooh, out and yeah ouch, exactly ouch. and I was sat there for ages going oh, yeah, God, press true, and all you had to do was then put your bit of blood on this bit of cardboard stick it in the post and then your results came back okay fine so yeah so all it's right. well worth doing it's other than that quite painless I mean because right. you could bleed from other parts of your body I suppose, okay, you okay. uh, but there you go that's that so, so do you do it regularly do you have an HIV I haven't to be honest okay right no felt no need no, been no, a mon- mon- um, long-term relationship. I was going to say monogamous. Mon- mon- I was going to try and say monogamous. <laughs> but perhaps I won't. You got there in the end. You got there in I the end. It sounded it. all right. Monogamous <laughs> relationship for a long time. Right. So yeah, yeah. So it's. I don't feel the need. Okay. Um, but yes. But I think other people. I think there there's probably still loads of myths around HIV. Yes. You know, for, and I think for older people within the straight community that they think ah you know oh, can Doesn't I get this from you know. Toilet tap. seats, yeah, the tap, exactly. going on the yeah. bus, yeah. Yeah, all those. Yeah, no, you can't. And there is, of course, now there's the PrEP pill, mm-hmm. which is now the NHS have decided that they will fund it, right. and which is a preventative uh, prophylactic. So it's a pill you take on a regular basis, which prevents you getting HIV. Right. And, oh, I mean, uh, the leaps and bounds. Yeah, really. and that's seen amazing. one of the first big drops in HIV infection rates, yeah. in, particularly in Manchester and across the country, which is what we need, really. Good stuff. Good. Excellent stuff. Have you seen, I want to ask you, the George Michael um, Freedom thing on Channel I 4? I haven't, but I heard oh, it was amazing. It was brilliant. Still talking about um, you know, coming I think, out and um, stuff. Because I think, doesn't everybody, I can't speak English, doesn't everybody oh, well, um, to think... <laughs> It's catching. It is. Um, That's one thing you can catch. He, he's going to top the charts. Yes. It? Oh, yeah. Well, he's, yeah. He, they've, re, they've kind of re-released his um, Listen Without Prejudice album right. and done a remix thing of it, a remaster, isn't Christmas it? And all How that. do you do a remaster? What is a remaster? Uh, you go to a studio. You do, well, you just you add a whole heap of different stuff to it, basically. So and you just turn it up a bit. Well, it's well, a bit like that compression and reverb and all that. But you you mess around with oh, okay. the um, make it more modern. Bit ish, I suppose. Yeah. So well, I, I kind of liked it. As it was. Yeah. I mean, I always find those... No, I'm not going to say No, go on. No, they're go completely on. Off, off, go off, on, that's the, fine. off the subject. But, you know, yeah. when you get... We've done enough subjects Elvis today. on with oh, the Royal... Know, Fi- no, exactly, with the Royal Elvis. Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, okay. They're doing the Royal Orbis and one with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. I think, how do you do that? Or someone doing a duet with someone who died exactly. 40 years ago. I, f- I find that a little weird. bit weird. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we won't be doing one with you, right? <laughs> so, what, what, so it was. If you haven't seen it, it's on. Um, is available on the old all four or whatever the apps called. And there's also there is a radio radio one interview. His last ever interview going around as well that you can find on on platforms. I think iPlayer or something. Okay. And it was just really moving. It was and it was based around the time of Listen Without Prejudice and um, him leaving Sony and that and meeting his uh, true love, this man that he met. I forget his name. Um, who then died of HIV, um, and so there's a lot of you know the songs around there, and you suddenly think, oh god, they have completely different meanings but to, it, to what they did. It sounds like such a lovely bloke. Yes, from, you know stories that came Absolutely. out after his death is all about generosity, and they just think, well, that's how you live your life, isn't it? In that beautiful way. He did. So, he gave away loads, so, didn't he? Yeah, he, was, he did. Very, very, very generous. Another very big generous. word, philanthropic. For the oh, day. There you are, god, you know, really on this. the uh, on the ball. I've aren't put you? my teeth back in. Okay, I'm just <laughs> going to play because it's his latest single. Actually. Sleep, so yeah. rather than one of the old ones, because it's quite nice, we need a bit more uplifting. Well, let's see, let's see if fantasy will play. Oh, a bit of George Michael there. That's his last single. Yeah. Um, for his un- very untimely death. But Great watch game. that program. Brilliant. Okay, I'll, um, stuff. I'll try and find it. That'd be good. And another person in the news, of course, is Kevin Spacey this week, isn't he, really? Yeah. What a shame. What a shame. Mm, that well, he, um, well in needed, loads of yeah, ways. Different ways, isn't yeah. it? That is, uh, there's been a, a lot, because basically, then you're, you know, you've had to have lived under a stone this week, not have heard. 
Kevin Spacey. Uh, there's been all the Harvey Weinstein thing, and which has started a massive ball rolling, hasn't it, around mm. um, the um, sexual harassment, and sexual harassment of, of women, and and, gen- and then um, so the Harvey Weinstein's come, gone to government. You know, um, there's people resigning there. So will it bring down Brexit? Anyway, we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> like we live in hope. And, uh, and Me then, too. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it came. To, and then it came to Kevin Spacey. So, so a, 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 a man has said, "I was basically uh, sexually harassed or molested by Kevin Spacey in the past." And then he had tr- decided to address those issues, that matter, by saying, oh, "I don't remember it. He was 14. Oh, by the way, I'm gay." Mm. Which has then um, caused. Oh, well, you can you can imagine why he's done it because he's trying to clear out kind of you know, different rumours and things like that. But then he's conflated um, the, the, the underage sex um, with young boys with being gay, yeah. which is something that we've struggled to keep exactly. separate and get away from each other for a very, very long yeah. time. And he's kind of put those back together again. So I, can, I think he, was, he had good intentions, but he's been a bit of a plonker. And I think it's such a shame for someone in a position that he's been in, what was it, double Oscar winner, I think. Yeah. Um, Emmys, Oscars, and all yeah. kinds of things. And he it? hasn't come out. He hasn't, you know, been a role model for other people. Obviously, now, with all the other stories going on... He's, he's never no, been a role he's model, no, exactly. He's no role, yeah. role model. Yeah. But, I mean, had he been open about it, I think loads of people would have thought, oh, great, you know, another actor, A-lister, yeah. out... And proud about it. Perhaps and then because it comes out in this way. Yeah, because there's maybe. now all these stories yeah, yeah. that he was thinking, well, if I ever do, then it's it's all going to come out anyway. And there's, yeah. there's now he's you know all about because of the cancelled House of Cards series six, and there's all kinds of stories of, of harassment and going on with on on the set of House of Cards. Mm. So you know it comes across as a bit of a dirty old man for the whole of his life, really. Yeah, and I think there's a, a number uh, with this whole issue, this whole thing about I've. No wrongdoing seems to be the biggest phrase of all time, you know. I, mm. I, I, not me, not me, not me. And I think it's, I think it's what it's done. I, I reckon is is bring all of this to the fore, all of everyday sexism as, yep. a, as a as a bottom line and yeah. other stuff right up to the top so of I the can't tree. Be, I can't be like Patsy on the bottom anymore. No, if you don't mind. You quite like shocking. it. No, it's, you it, it but it's, the, way, the way the world has changed, <laughs> isn't it? And that used to be, it's awful, the 70s and 80s, that was, and it was even in sitcoms every five minutes, wasn't it? That yeah. was standard Britain and probably standard world. Well, I saw an old, treating women like an old episode rubbish. of The Avengers, and oh, that happened. The per, a Purdy one, or a, a uh, new Avengers, or uh, an old an old, uh, one. An old Avengers, uh, yeah. with the one after Emma Peel. Yeah. And that happened. Yeah. Steed, you know, kindly yeah. hit the actress on the bottom as as yep. part of the show and you think for goodness no. sake and they were hysterical and they should calm down and yeah, you'd slap them yeah. to stop and them and it's banter Awful. and it's all of that sort yeah. of stuff anyway you've been listening to the All Out Radio Total Bounce. Show <laughs> yes <laughs> banging on about all sorts indeed um, thanks to our guests thanks to um, Claudia and Rima who came in from the old yeah well GBT done on doing that first time they've done a bit of radio there yeah absolutely yeah, like so, um, <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry and, uh, and to, uh, to Susan Bembo who has yeah, a great oh, project she's going on absolutely top yeah, yeah, so if, yeah, if you do, we've lost the posters, um, I'll put them in the yeah, other room. I was going to read a link sorry, out. Sorry, sorry. But there'll be the podcast. If you've missed the most of the show, you can get it on the podcast in a few days. It'll be on Mixcloud. If you want the full music event show of it, you can listen to my iPhone going wrong. <laughs> um, but the podcast has just got the audio bits in, so you can find that on your favourite favourite platforms. Look at this. We're off for a geography lesson. We're off for a geography <laughs> lesson and a technology lesson. Uh, and anything coming up next? Radio couple of weeks? lesson. Um, some great guests. No, I meant you, work-wise. <laughs> work-wise. Woman. Oh, all sorts. What is happening over the next few weeks? Oh, well, it's it's not going to happen till the next show, but I'm doing... Oh, no, I am doing... Um, if we go, it's dead exciting. This Look at your it face. I know, just glazed over. Um, <laughs> World AIDS Day. Oh, brilliant. I'll oh, be doing a few oh, excellent stuff. And that's 1st of December, exactly. anyway. Exactly. Oh, wow. I'm going to the Gin Fest at the, at the uh, Victoria Bath tonight. Are oh, you enjoy? With Rebecca and Jenny and Dan and Neil and Fantastic. things. Fantastic. Yes. Have a good time. You get a free glass. I know. They've not got any water in the pool, have they? It's all going to be nice and safe. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's all gin. Yes. So it's first. No, let's not. Let's not announce thunder and some thunderclap Newman. All right. Thunder, something in the air by thunderclap Newman. Is it someone else? You're a DJ. It's not written on it. No, that's it. All right, bye. (laughs) 